And welcome to the Quick and Dirty Romance Podcasts. We're your hosts. I'm Sky McDonald, author of the Auntie Bell series. And I'm Sarah Smith, author of Faker. Each episode, we'll dive deep into what it's like to be a contemporary romance author. We'll talk writing inspiration, give you the inside scoop about the publishing world, chat about how we write those infamous sex scenes, and more. And then we'll pull out and wrap it up in 30 minutes or less. But we promise to leave you satisfied. So if you haven't already read our books, be sure to check them out after you listen to the podcast and DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes. And speaking of questions, today we're going to be answering some questions that our lovely listeners posted to us. A little while ago, Sarah put a call out on Instagram and Twitter, and we want to thank everybody who asked us a question because we wanted to do an episode where we let anything go and asked, or did a grab bag of questions. So we're going to do our best to answer everything, either in today's Q&A or in a future episode. And I can let you know right now that there are a few things, such as dialogue, and there were a couple of other ones there I can't quite remember, but uh, we're going to save those for future episodes. But these ones we felt like we could get to pretty quick, so we're going to dive right in. So Sarah, I'm going to set you up with the first one. Uh, what, what are your writing habits? That was the first question brought to us. Yes, and that's a great question, I think, because I feel like just the nature of writing, it's so all over the place, you know? So some people's habits are other people's bad habits, you know? So mm-hmm. it's always interesting to me to um, to talk to other writers and authors and see what they do and to see how, like, if they do something that I don't do or if I do something that they would never do. So I don't know. I think that's, I think that's kind of... And so, okay, yeah. So my writing habits are totally random I guess Mm. I don't really have it's not like I start out like okay so on tomorrow's Monday and I'm gonna do this this and this and then the next day's Tuesday I'm gonna do this this and this I think I work really well under deadlines so Mm. if I if I put like a deadline either if my publisher gives me a deadline or if I give myself a deadline for whatever manuscript I'm working on I work really well under that kind of structure, but like as far as, okay, every single day I'm going to hit this word count or I'm going to write this, this, and this, I don't really work well with that kind of structure. Um, So I guess I'm very open as long as I'm meeting the deadline, the overall deadline that I have to meet. Um, Like sometimes I don't write every day and sometimes I do write every day. Um, I don't know. I, how do your habits, I guess, compare to mine? <laughs> I guess. Well, since I've been so far into the editing to publish mode for a past year, two years, good God. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I kind of am thinking about it in that way. Like when I was writing novels and just sort of drafting them all out, my writing habits were actually, I would probably class them, many people would think of them as terrible because I would just write as much as possible, as long as possible, whenever possible, because I was just like lost in the story. But like you, I'm really good under deadline. Um, and I'll, I mean, as an indie publisher, I set those for myself now. Um, but it's better, like, for example, with Nemesis, which is, you know, coming out next month, um, 
I had had the goal to finish the first round of revisions by the end of February, and I finished about three days early, so I was super, like, excited about that. Um, but just knowing that, like, I needed to get there at that time. And, for and like, to continue with that example, um, I set the publishing date for that for April 28th. And then, you know, everything that's been kind of going on lately in the world and all the different, like, adjustments to make, it's like, oh, well, should I keep doing that? Is that a right the right time? And it's like, no, I, I like having that deadline. I like naming, like, this is the time this is going to happen. Because if it doesn't, then it just becomes something that's lost in the ether to me. Um, right. So one of my habits is definitely like setting goals, but I'm with you on the word count thing. Like I have never tracked how many words I wrote in a day. I've never like kept any sort of tracker on that because it's like, I don't know, I'm not great with numbers anyway. So it's like, Oh, cool. But I would rather just like know that I got to a certain point in the story that I can feel satisfied with. Right. That's, that's more of my habit. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I, I don't mean to say like the word count not following that for me, I don't mean to say like, oh, there's anything wrong with that. Cause I know plenty mm -hmm. of people who they have daily word count goals that they want to hit. And, and that's great. Cause it keeps them accountable and they feel like, um, that is how they, that is how they can, you know, write effectively or finish a manuscript or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, I mean, it's nice to know that you don't, you don't follow like the word count rule <laughs> like other people do. Um, but again, that's awesome if that helps. Although I did like, I did try to do like, I'll do like writing sprints every once okay. in a while where like, you know, I'll write for a certain amount of time, mm -hmm. you know, every day for like a week and to see how, if I just want to just crank out words, cause I know I just need to get words on a page. I'll do that. So that's about, I mean, that's not totally the same as having like a word count goal to hit, but that's some sort of goal, I think, you know, like. Yeah. I'm thinking as I'm hearing you say that, I'm thinking that might be a good exercise for me to do when I get back yeah. into drafting something new, whether that be a new fiction or this memoir thing you and I have talked about, yeah. because I'm so out of the habit of writing that it might be good to just like set that block. But then uh, on the other side of that coin, like, all respect total respect to everybody who does things like NaNoWriMo but oh, like the pressure of that I, I would be out I'm like I would tap out <laughs> in two days I'd be like no um <laughs> but yeah that actually is a good idea and maybe when I'm getting back into drafting which is hopefully late summer mm -hmm. um that's maybe that might be a good strategy for me to try so yeah new habits new habits Hooray. yeah yeah that's awesome um so another question we got was how do we challenge ourselves creatively? So how would you say that you challenge yourself creatively? If you do, I guess, if everything's just easy for you, like, <laughs> please tell us and then tell us your secret. <laughs> I mean, that's a good question that I'm, I'm having a hard time knowing the answer to because I have not, well, I have drafted some ideas of things that are out of the contemporary romance genre. Oh. I have not pushed myself to write a book that is out of the genre. Mm -hmm. um, as I've spoken about before, I journal a lot. Um, yeah. So that's kind of a thing. But I guess maybe the biggest way or the biggest answer that comes to my mind as I think about that question is um, just how in contemporary romance, a contemporary romance series... Uh, one of the biggest challenges creatively is to make sure that every character, every set of main characters that I write have their own feel 
and have their own like things so that it is not basically repurposing the same two types of characters into different, you know, like body types and situations because I mean, in writing contemporary romance where two people meet and fall in love, like I want to keep it different enough so that everyone in my series has their own feeling and therefore people like can connect more with one versus the other uh, and maybe like just have a very different vibe as they read the different books, even though they'll still get the thread of the series as they go. Oh, I like that. Sirens in the background. Here I am in New York. I'm not even in Brooklyn anymore. I'm living in Manhattan right now and we still got the sirens. Cool. Uh, But what about you, Sarah? How do you challenge yourself creatively? Because I know Uh, you've got a lot going on. Yeah, that's, I really like this question and I'm probably going to answer it in a really D-bag kind of way. But honestly, the whole, like my whole career as an author is essentially like a creative challenge. Mm. Um, Well, at least I guess in my eyes, just because I just feel like writing is such a difficult um, field to make a career out of, or it can be, at least this kind of writing for me. And I think just the fact that I'm like trying to like write books for a living is a challenge in itself. And, you know, like every time I write a manuscript or I have an idea for a new book or a new story or a new series or whatever, bringing that to just like first bringing the words, putting them on the page, editing them, making a cohesive story, and then like just putting that out there for the world to read and just to see like if it goes well or if it doesn't go well, mm-hmm. like that in itself is pretty uh, daunting, I think. So I, I don't know. I think just the fact that I choose to do this every day, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to uh, make it sound like, oh, poor me, not at all. Like I love it and I wouldn't do it if I didn't love it, but it's a very challenging field to be in. And yeah. um and, and I love it, and that's why I love it, because it's so different from what so many people do. Like, I don't know anyone in my, um, in my like, the circle of people that I am immediately, like, friends with or in my family who I see personally on a day-to-day basis. Not now, not now right now, because they're on self-isolation quarantine. Um, but, um, but, yeah, nobody else does what I do, and that's cool that's great but it's also kind of challenging because I feel like I'm navigating a completely different job and a completely different world and I mean I can definitely talk to people about it but they don't really know like what it's like to work at a job like this and that's that's totally fine um it's just like yeah it's just like a different I guess that's how every day is a challenge because it just that's the nature of writing and publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I also guess I challenge myself, at least recently, I've been trying to write like stuff in a different genre and I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing, like I don't have anything right now that I can like really even talk that much about because it's just such a mess. It's just this idea that I had that I haven't tried to write before, so. Mm-hmm um that's definitely challenging because it's a different genre and I've never written anything like this before but it's really fun and it's also kind of cool to try something I haven't tried before and there's not like like I'm not doing it because I have a contract or I'm not doing it because I need to for a job or for any sort of work it's just something that I think would be fun to do 
So yeah, that's, I guess, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Like I'm challenging myself by being an author. And I love that. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Like that sometimes. Well, when you're not challenging yourself to be an author. Yeah. What do you write for fun or practice? Um, I don't know if you would, I don't even know if this is like that different, but my smut writing blog, sarahwritesmut.wordpress.com. Those are the kind of things that I write for fun. So it's stuff like romantic flash fiction or sexy flash fiction. So like that's fun to me because it's just like a single scene in Mm -hmm. my head and it's, um, it's very brief. It's always happy. It always ends well. There's not that much that can go wrong. Um, so that's kind of fun just because I feel like, I don't know, like when you write a novella or when you write a novel or a manuscript length work, you're having to deal with a lot of plot points and the whole character arc. Um, and for me just doing something quick and dirty wink, like flash fiction. (laughs) It's just like really fun. And I feel like I've gotten a really good response from people. Like people like fun, cute, sexy stuff. Yeah. How about you? What do you Well, actually that's, it's interesting. Um, I guess it's fun. Uh, yeah, it is fun because if it wasn't fun, I wouldn't be doing it, but actually like I'm almost exactly opposite opposite of that. Um, because I would say what I'm doing for fun or practice or not for publishing is writing, um, newsletters. And I've been working on drafting a bunch of like articles and blog posts that I'm hoping to get rolling on like LinkedIn and a couple of guest spots on some different things. Um, but they're not fictional, they're um, nonfiction, and they sort of branch out not only from our writer's lifestyle, but they're really going with this, My I've worked on my website and, you know, the whole anti-Bell lifestyle brand that I'm working on, which is all about the whole sentiment behind the books is naming your own values of perfect and loving yourself for all that you are so that you can claim a happily ever after. And happily ever after doesn't even have to mean falling in love like with your dream guy like it does in the books. That's fun. But just about living the kind of life that you define as satisfying and knowing that you are enough. So I've been really working on a bunch of articles. And like I said, I I just dropped my newsletter um, Friday, uh, which was full of like inspiration and ideas and then also like workout routines. This is all that's something I write for fun is workout routines. Yes, I do. Um, So just trying to like keep people lifted. Um, and in a non-fictional way, um, and just kind of really trying to bring some inspiration that sort of stems with the theme of the books that I write, but also is just part of this whole anti-bell thing that I've got going. And on that note, uh, for both points, uh, flash, sexy flash fiction and, you know, lifestyle points, uh, we're definitely going to include both of our websites in the notes of the show. So be sure to check them out below, uh, as you, as you're listening, um, for two Opposite ends of the spectrum that are both excellently good for you, I think. Um, <laughs> I love that. I I just I just think it's awesome that you're writing workouts. I don't. I couldn't do that. I go on YouTube and I find like free videos that I can work out mm-hmm. to in my house. So I think that's awesome. I mean, obviously, you are pursuing a personal trainer, yes. you know, career in addition to the million other amazing things that you do. So. I mean, obviously you can do that. I just, for somebody who is not a personal trainer (laughs) in any way, shape or form, I think that's really cool that you. Well, that's why I'm glad to be here for you. And like I said, I mean, there is one in my, um, 
in my most recent newsletter. So check it out, Sarah. You got free free yeah. content right there. Yes, I. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not as like beautiful as your like uh, what was it? Your Finnish inspiration for for paper. <laughs> so you I know, mean, I can't I can't be your your eight pack model inspo, but. I'll do what I can for you. <laughs> but I mean, like, is anyone? Is I know, right? So, <laughs> so fair. You, you're very beautiful. Oh, it's just a different kind of beauty than, like, the, <laughs> you know what I mean? Than the, what I know I what you mean. I'm thinking the same as I sit there and watch you. And it's also funny because I'm watching you, like, video this. Of course, this is all audio, but I can see your home gym in the background. So I'm like, get it. Get it. Amazing. All right, I what's should, up? What's next? Yeah, I... um. So, oh, this is a really good question. Somebody wanted to know how to find beta readers and critique partners or anything to that effect. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like I have one word and it's Twitter. You yeah. Know? Uh, Twitter was really an amazing thing for me to get into in when I was uh, developing my books for publishing and finding a community that I needed. I think the writer's community on Twitter of people who are writing and in the different stages of writing is incredible. I think the book reviewer community of Instagram is also a brilliant, brilliant thing. Mm -hmm. um, so sort of post-publishing, uh, I lean heavy on Instagram. Um, and I think, you know, the, the bookstagram crew is just an incredible shout out to all of them. Um, so there's that, but definitely Twitter has been the number one, I think only place that I've gotten betas and CPs. And you know, as we've talked about before, that's always the trial and error thing. It, sometimes they don't work, and that's cool. But uh, the people that are my go-tos, including you, uh, absolutely Twitter. What about you? you? Do you have any other spots? You know, that is a really good question. I got my first beta reader ever off of Reddit. If mm. I anyone go to Reddit anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Um, sorry if Every, I, I didn't mean that as a slight to Reddit. I just meant like I don't go on Reddit as much anymore because I just don't have as much free time. But um, I met an amazing beta reader, CP. Her name's Lexi Banner. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You mentioned her. That's cool. Yes, she's incredible. I put her in all of my acknowledgments ever or for anything that she's ever read for me. Mm -hmm. She's wonderful. And I remember, um, gosh, this was like, probably like two and a half years ago when I finished an early draft of Faker and I needed a beta reader and I didn't know anyone and I had like 20 followers on Twitter and I didn't I wasn't aware of the writing community on Twitter at all at the time and so I just went on the writing subreddit and I put up my call for a mm -hmm. <laughs> a rom-com romance beta reader and she was wonderful she responded to it. I think we traded um we traded manuscripts. So I got to read her amazing romance that she wrote and she got to read my very much less amazing at the time because <laughs> it was a very early draft. But, um, but yeah, I, that was, yeah, that was the first writing beta CP um, call I had ever put out and it was on Reddit of all places. <laughs> so that, yeah, like that was, yeah, Reddit and Twitter, like you said, Twitter is where I found the rest, but Reddit has a special place in my heart because it brought me to Lexi Banner. <laughs> so, nice. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So another question. What are the responsibilities of our chosen careers? Oh, yes. 
Yes. Um, huh. Why don't you take that one first? <laughs> um, so when I see the words chosen career, I still, my, my response to that is still that I am a teacher. Uh, and even though I'm branching that into fitness teaching and sort of life coaching and everything, um, and of course I'm an author, but that's a funny question because career, I'm like, huh, but I've really made my career in, in teaching English uh, yeah. uh, to middle and high schoolers. So the responsibilities <laughs> of that um, are everything from being a life coach and um, air quotes mom um, to, you know, making kids decide whether or not it's possible we're living in a computer simulation um, <laughs> because I, I teach um, science fiction literature. So, yeah. Um, but the responsibilities of... I guess all of my chosen careers, if you put writing, uh, fitness, and teaching all together, are really to make people see themselves in a better way and believe in themselves a little bit more um, and love a little bit more uh, in a variety of ways. And that includes the books that I work on. So I really, I just think that's just my, my responsibility in this life is to just make you light up a little bit. And that's if I can do that in any one of those venues, then I'm going to count it as a huge honor and success. So, yeah, that would be what I would say there. That's awesome. I, I totally agree with you. That's a wonderful thing that you do as an educator, a teacher to to, you know, adolescents and teenagers or what I don't know what adolescents, yeah. teenagers, I guess. Yeah, because that's a, I feel like that's a really formative time in people's mm -hmm. lives. And like you said, it's really important to have good things to look up to at that time in life yeah so, way to go to you Thanks. that's awesome yeah, yeah i try <laughs> <laughs> i um i don't really have any lofty responsibilities um in that in that way that you do because i'm not like i write full-time and i'm not responsible for anyone other than myself um mm -hmm. at the moment which is great um but it's also different um so I don't really, I don't really know that I have any other responsibilities outside of, I don't know, trying to um, write compelling, you know, romance and rom-com stories that hopefully people want to read. And, and I think that's about all that I can think of. That I, I, I was thinking about this question. I'm like, what the hell are my responses? Other than like, you know, like being on deadline, delivering projects when mm -hmm. by their due date like obviously those are my responsibilities but I don't yeah I guess I just like the one responsibility I think that I have is to just write stories and hopefully people <laughs> like them you do it beautifully oh thank you it's very kind yeah. of you very kind of you so the final question we've got, um, I actually just got, I went on a little live video uh, from Instagram to see if we could get any one more thing. And so the question is, and of course, as we're recording this, it is the late days of March and pretty much the entire globe is in some form of quarantine. So the question that came to us right now is, how are we keeping motivated at this time? That is an excellent question. And I think for me, how I'm keeping motivated is um, I'm writing a lot. And thankfully, my job, which is writing, is something I really enjoy. And I can really escape into the stories that I'm creating and the characters that I'm creating. So I feel really 
happy and motivated to do that. Um, so that's wonderful. Um, mm -hmm. I'm also, I've also been um, chatting with friends a lot and loved ones. And um, even though we can't see each other right now because, you know, um, isolation and self-quarantine and all that stuff, um, I still feel really connected to a lot of people because I feel like I'm communicating with friends almost every day and checking mm -hmm. in on people and making sure everyone's doing well and um, just, and, you know, just joking and laughing and screwing mm -hmm. around. That's really nice. It helps make things feel normal. Um, I've also been, uh, I guess I have a really wonderful husband, my significant other who, you know, is always building me up and that yeah. helps me motivated or helps me stay motivated, I guess. Mm -hmm wonderful I'm really lucky for that um and yeah I don't know like the normal self-care stuff that I do just also keeps me motivated like I'll read I'll watch cute movies on Netflix and those I feel like keep me they just keep me inspired and keep me wanting to you know like keep my creative juices flowing and like I'll watch something or I'll read something and I'll just be like oh that's really cute oh that gives me an idea like what if I do this or yeah. So like yeah. that kind of stuff. How about you? How do you, how are you keeping motivated right now? Well, I'm just going to say it briefly because I've already started talking about it, but like I'm really working on this newsletter stuff and I'm really trying to like reach out to as many people as I can um, with different like just communication ways. Like I've been doing Instagram stories in the morning, like talking to people about helping people find their sense of normal and their sense of routine in this very strange time, talking about how to manage frustrations, talking about how to stay fit, even if you're trapped inside. Um, and then also just indulging in the, in the whims of romance and reading and the escape of story. Um, you know, so there's just like, just trying to keep all those things. And like you said, just really staying connected. I mean, for all of you all who joined us um, this past Saturday for our little Instagram IGTV uh, slumber party, I just have to say that was incredible. Um, it was so much fun to just talk about silly things and just everything but all the like burdens that are going on right now. That was beautiful. Um, I did um, a Zoom meeting with my family on Friday night. It was cute. Um, we all like video called in, uh, including actually I'm going to say this, including my ex um, because he's Aww. really really close to my family. Like we. We were together a long time, and he's basically, I mean, he's just part of my family. And so it was fun to just, like, laugh with the fam, you know, um, like you would on a holiday or something. So it was really nice. And we're going to try to do that again. But just, you know, for myself, like, I walk with Winston. I uh, That's my corgi. I mean, if you're listening to this, you know Winston's a corgi, right? Everybody knows that. Uh -huh. uh, but, yeah, just trying to keep, to keep to my routines and then spending a lot of my, or doing a lot of my extra energy just trying to con stay connected with everybody. Um, and on that end, you know, I know for both of us, like, we want to hear from you guys. Uh, we want to talk because we're here too. And we're all in all this. And, you know, it's funny, we say we're all in this together, like we we're in this together and apart. Um, but I think this is a good time to really like, keep those connections alive, because we need it. We need it big. But whew, as always, that was good for me. Was it good for you, Sarah? Hell yeah, it was good for me. 
So that was episode nine of the Quick and Dirty Romance podcast. And if you haven't already read our books, well, you definitely should during this time. Um, they will be a great escape for you. Please check them out after you listen to this podcast and DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes. Um, also, too, just big shout out. We're sorry we weren't able to tag everybody uh, who asked us a question. Um, the ether of the Internet kind of swept all of that away. So if you heard your question answered, great. And again, if you have a question for us, go ahead and hit us with a DM. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Quick and Dirty Rom, and on Instagram at Quick and Dirty Romance. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and all the good things at Writer Sky. Uh, that's Sky with an E. Writer Sky McD. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as well. I am at author Sarah S. And once again, check out our books. They're not suitable for work and off the record by Sky McDonald and Faker by Sarah Smith. So thank you for so much for listening. And close out today, we will leave you with a, a quote from Dolly Parton, the queen. And by the way, I have to say, when Dolly gave her Twitter eulogy or her Twitter memorial to Kenny Rogers, it was so sweet. So if you can go find that, you should go find it. But in the meantime, Dolly says, find out who you are and do it on purpose. Bye. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>